What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This will be episode 78. 78. I'm your host, Ryan. Just going to wait for Matt to join us, but I hope everybody's doing well. Right at the uh, well, start of August here, slash very last day of July, depending on where you are right now. Um, yeah, this will be our last episode for almost a full month, so I hope that it's a goodie. Here's Matthew now, ready to join. Oh, maybe. Maybe he'll join, or maybe he's just gonna let me hang here. Nobody knows. Or Instagram's being a dickhead and won't let him join. Either way, good ah. Okay, give it up. But yeah, tonight we're going to talk, as we wait for Matt and my dog barks, uh, we're going to talk Jurassic World Dominion and all the Jurassic Park There's Matthew. Hey. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Not bad, you? Yeah, not bad. My dog's already being dickhead, so... Oh, that's okay. It's hot as fuck here. Yeah, it's hot here, too. Well, <laughs> it's not so bad right now, but it was no. really... Mm. Yeah, we, uh, we're getting it pretty good. We've gotten it pretty bad all week, and then... I think it's supposed to lighten up for a couple of days and then get bad again, so... Yeah, it's by, by the middle of the week this week, it's supposed to be, like, I don't know, like 95 here or so, so... That'll be good. Yep. What up, double agent? What up, man? Okay. Um. Yeah, there's like nine people watching. That's a lot for us. For that is start good. right off the bat. What's up, everybody? Hi, everybody. Um, yeah. So, how was your week? Anything fun? Um. It. It was. Um. Yeah. It was okay. I've been stupid busy with work. So, just in the middle of opening a store. So it's been. Uh, Hectic. Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to fit. I'm trying to finish these two customs that I've been working on uh, for the last couple of weeks. So nice. yeah, I'm just trying to get them done, and then I really want to finish these shelves because like my room is a fucking disaster, and it's like starting to stress me out because it's been like this for like six weeks, and I'm just like, yeah, need to get this shit back to back in order so I can feel like it's like cramping my style, you know. Yeah, well, finish her up before uh, before you hit vacation time, you know? I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but I'm really going to try my best. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to. The good thing about it is I'm going on closing shifts for like the last eight, ten, nine days before I leave. So like I'll have lots of time in the evenings to be able to do it, which is good. So I do not miss closing shifts, dude. I always offer to do them because no one wants to do them. And then I get to sleep in and stay up late. And it's like one of the few things that I'm like pretty good at, at store level. Like, you know, I'm not a fast baker and shit like that. So when, you know, when we're there, it's like, it's way better that my team does that. And then sure, I kind of sure. just do the closing stuff. Cause it's like, I'm good at it. So I, I remember those days, buddy. I remember those days. Yep. Good times. Uh, good times. Always fun. 
The agent uh, said, uh, thanks again for letting me back and they see your secret Santa was a definite highlight of last year and definitely strive to go all out this year. Oh man, good. Glad to hear. Yeah, man, our secret Santa signups are ending in two hours and uh, we've got the best turnout we've ever had. We got 55 people. Wow, that's a lot, dude. I know, it's 15 more than last year, so it's pretty good. Good shit. Good job, man. I know, fucking so happy. So, well, you finally passed, what, 30K now on Instagram? Yeah, and all of a sudden it's like moving a little quicker. I'm at 30.2 now all of a sudden. So, yeah, see, so you're getting all these new people involved, and boom, your Secret Santa grows. I like it. I like it. I like it. I actually listened to that Figure Booth podcast, the one I was on last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, today's their episode was all about like engagement and like not to get caught up in the fact that if you're like your stuff only has like small amount of like likes and stuff on Instagram because it's like not they're kind of moving away from likes right like likes aren't really yeah. important anymore as much as it is like you know are people saving it are people sending it are people commenting on it it's like sure. that's the kind of more important stuff right so so yeah it's been it was a it was a it was a good little read. It was a, not a read, listen, I guess, but yeah, but yeah, it was uh, again relevant because I'm always like, two weeks ago I posted something got like three thousand likes. Now tomorrow I post or today I post something and it's like 150. It's like no, but I know like the algorithms and stuff behind Instagram and YouTube are so like weird and broken in a lot of cases that like there's there's people that have millions of followers and they push out a video and they're like why did nobody watch this like yeah you know it, it's just it's a bizarre system and it i don't know it seems very broken well apparently i don't know how true how accurate this is but apparently last week the top person at instagram said that they made a mistake with pushing all of the stuff to like so because like i don't know if you've noticed or not but there's a lot of like suggested like posts yeah. and like ads on the mainstream and then the stories and stuff like that and they're talking yeah. about how pushing all the reels and stuff is like um they're they're basically talking about maybe working going backwards a little bit on that and making it so that way kind of goes back to a semi-normal uh order when you're like searching through your feed and stuff yeah so hopefully that that actually is true and they always try new things and sometimes just don't fix what's not broken you know like yeah i I, I don't know but but i do get it even like in again the figure booth podcast like one of the things he mentioned it was such a good point is it's like you know their job is to keep you on the app and it's like you know i mean here as gross as it is but it's like you sit down on the fucking shitter and you like through start scrolling through reels and it's like man i can sit i can sit and look through reels for like 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes like yeah whatever right and then it's like um you know you don't really do that with a picture like you would never do that with pictures right it's so it's like if they're if the goal is to get you to stick around on the app like you can't deny that it works like it does work yeah i mean i'm just just really old school i'm very old school with everything where like even like like going to like websites that I love, like if I click on an article and it ends up being a video, I'll I'll back out of the I'll back out of the oh, actual really? article because I yeah, hate watching videos. Like I would way rather read an article and just fucking get the like the points that I need to get and then bounce. And That's I find fair. like a lot of videos are just very like they don't get to the point; they're dragged out. And I do agree with that. And it's like, all right, like, like you, the title of this video is thirty-five seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, what, what did you watch this week? Anything? 
Um, we've been watching Stranger Things season three. We are on episode six, I think. I think we finished episode six. Yeah, this one's a lot better. Good. It's my favorite of them so far, of the three so far. Nice. That's what I like to hear. Mm, Yeah, not bad. And uh, what else have I watched? I didn't really get around to much last week, to be honest. My week was shit. So (laughs) I don't think I really got into anything. I rewatched all fucking the Jurassic Park movies this week. Oh my god, you are committed. So, all six Jurassic Park movies I just finished Dominion before we started this for the second time. Nice. I'm ready to I'm ready to chat it up about all my Jurassic Park shit. I'll try to remember as much Jurassic Park Dominion as I can, but yeah, it's all good. I mean, I, I think it's well. I mean, we don't have to dive right into it right away, but I think it's a very mediocre movie, if not bad. So I would agree. You know, yeah. Well, that's going to really fuel be uh, kind of fuel the discussion tonight because when me yeah. and Ryan kind of talked about doing Dominion eventually, because I saw it in the theaters like a week or two after it came out, and then uh, we kind of got to talking about how it's weird that Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park, is like you know this staple in cinematography and 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 yeah. the film industry but then there's like nothing of its sequels that even comes remotely close to you know playing in the same ranks as it does like i'm not saying that they're all bad but like they're no, all they're varying not. they're all varying levels of bad like you know I think, there's a couple that are like decent but there's yeah. nothing that could really stand up with jurassic park one no i i mean i agree with you totally i think jurassic park is my favorite film like I love the Jurassic Park. It was pivotal. I seen it when I was, eight, I think, eight years old. Like, it was one of the first big, like, kind of adult movies I seen in theaters. I went with my uncles, and like, you know, I remember going. My mom was super scared that I was going to be like frightened in the movie and have like nightmares for weeks. But I was like obsessed with dinosaurs as a kid, and um, yeah, like I seen it and I was instantly hooked. I was like, that's one of the coolest movies I've ever seen. And it's just held my imagination for, you know, 30 years. So many years. Yeah. Um, but having said that, yeah, I think the sequels are of varying degrees of good to bad. Um, I like Lost World. I think Lost World is a flawed movie, but I think it's Lost an, an enjoyable. One, right. JP2. Yeah. 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 Like, the first hour and a half of that movie, I actually really like. I think it falls apart at the end, but um, the third one is unwatchable. Like I think Jurassic Park oh, three damn. is one of the worst movies ever made. Period. Really I think bad. it's terrible. I was like, um, that's the first time I was grateful for a short movie. And I was like, yeah, ninety God, minutes short, <laughs> and it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. I mean, we'll get into it deeper, but I I don't understand how that movie was even made and why they just. I know it's a it's, it's just a cash grab, but like if I was Sam Neill and they handed me that script after being in the original Jurassic Park, I would have laughed them out of the room and been like, "No thanks," you know. You must have needed the money. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but um, and I like Jurassic World. Like I think Jurassic World is a fine movie. I think it's not nearly as good as the original, but I think it's the best of the sequels, probably. I I agree. I agree. Um. Fallen Kingdom, I read shots rewatched last night, and like for some reason it grabbed me more this time than it did the first two times I've seen it. Um, I think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's good, but there's elements of it that I don't mind. Um, Dominion before we Dominion before we terrible. before we get into this, is there anything else you watched? Because we kind of just jumped right into Jurassic Park, which I'm good with. If you're done, 
But yeah, I, no, but I, I honestly didn't watch much this week. I watched, you know, my usual fucking Better Call Saul and, and what we do in the shadows. Um, started watching a bit of the newest Rick and Morty season that I missed. Oh, nice. Man, it's I need to get around to watching Rick and Morty too because I feel like that's got me written all over it, especially because it's yeah, a Dan it's Herman. a totally new show. Yeah, it's a Dan Herman thing, and I'm like, I fucking love Dan Herman. Yeah. I love how he'll go like the extra mile to make something like point one percent funnier. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that's that's the big thing with their their chemistry of the show, right? Is Justin Roiland is definitely like a scatterbrained, like you know really put shit out there and, and dan Harmon is like very like workaholic like gets everything to perfection and that's kind of how they like balance each other out but um yeah i think the first two seasons of, uh, for sure of rick and morty are fantastic and then i think the yeah. show has gone downhill since but um that's pretty standard for like when you get something that like takes off and they just try to like shovel it down your throat as fast as possible yeah yeah i mean, it's I like mean that with like again it's like community was like one and two were great. Three was pretty good. Four was slowly getting worse. And then five and six are just like, mm. yeah, but that show definitely had its, had like so many other outside issues too, right? Like, I mean, it got canceled after almost every season. Yeah. You, you had true. like main stars leaving the show, like throughout the middle of the, its run. Yeah, like they definitely true. had a lot to deal with. Where you Turn can understand the cast of seven to, like, yeah. But it's like The Office, right? Like, The Office was never the same after C. Perel left. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. It fell apart. And, like, as much as, like, Chevy Chase in real life seems to be, like, a complete fucking dickhead, but, like, you know, he was a main character of the show and really, like, you you lose that and it kind of changes the element of the show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, But Uh, other than that, I didn't really watch much. I, I, like I said, I watched all the Jurassic Park movies. I took most of my free time all week, so. I bet it did. Yeah, that's six movies. I should go back and watch Jurassic Park one. It's been a minute. I haven't yeah, seen I it mean, probably like I don't know a while. I was just in the mood for it. I wa- actually, I watched um, on Netflix that you know that show that you were telling me about the toys that made us or whatever. Yeah. Um. So there's the like a spinoff of that that's called like the movies that made us, and there's yeah, a, a one. there's Jurassic one on Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. So I watched that, and then it really got me in the mood to watch Jurassic Park again. Nice. And then I was like, you know what? I might as well watch them all. So I knew we were doing this episode this week and it refreshed me on all of them. And I hadn't seen Jurassic Park three in a few years for sure. So, um, Baxter's laboratory says Will Ferrell. What's that in regards to? There's a delay on the chat and us. So it's like when somebody says something, I can't remember. I don't know. He was was in the office, but not for long though. Right? No, he he only did like like a a guest star, right? Guest starring two episode run or whatever after Michael right. left. Right. That was when um, they were trying to replace Michael. Yeah, they yeah. had the office. Yeah, no, I mean, they had the right idea with the office of having guest stars and like to be Michael, but like yeah. it just didn't work. It, it it was too scatterbrained and none of the people were as likable as Michael. Michael, like being a the biggest like clumsy fool as he is. He also had this like charm and likability to him where you know he wasn't like mean spirited about it. He was just an, a buffoon. Yeah. And Michael I feel Wilson. like everybody that they brought in after that was just really like kind of mean spirited. Like Andy became like the biggest asshole ever after he took over the office. And it's like Andy was like this buffoon kind of dull, you know, guy in the office. And then all of a sudden he's just like this dick asshole when he becomes. But see, that you know, doesn't, to me, that's relatively realistic because I feel it like. Is. But it just it's it, you get power. It's like 
it just turned a character that like people somewhat liked into like the most unlikable character on the yeah, show. No, I, and, get, like, I get that. I don't know. That's what it's supposed to be doing. It's trying yeah. to say that the boss is always the enemy. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I love The Office, but yeah. Me too. It's good. I love it. But I usually stop after whatever season Michael leaves and then I yeah, restart. Seven, I think. Whatever it is. Because there's what, yeah. nine or ten? Yeah, I think there's nine. So I think he leaves up for it. Is it nine or eight? I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, it's not a six or seven, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, so well, sorry, we can jump back into Jurassic Park. So, yeah, we'll yeah. just pick it up. Um, so, what, what were your thoughts on Dominion? We'll start there. Okay, so my thoughts on Dominion were there's a few things. So, like, and spoilers for Jurassic Park Dominion or yes. Jurassic World Dominion for anybody that hasn't seen Jurassic World Dominion. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I I didn't hate it. I didn't right. love it. Okay, so like, I loved seeing Ian and I loved seeing the three OG characters back together. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the new additions to the lineup. I liked the helicopter driver girl. I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll look it up, but I couldn't tell you. So like, I guess my biggest issue with it is like, I mean, so sorry. I like the dino. I liked a lot of the dinosaur scenes. Like there were some cool scenes with new dinos and it was cool to see new dinos it was cool to see some of the old like like dilophosaurus is my favorite so getting more dilophosaurus this time was like pretty fun for me i enjoyed it but like the biggest issue i had with uh jurassic park dominion was that i felt like the story was too like they had and again this is where this conversation stemmed from and what we could do to make a better jurassic park movie is is like you have the free reign to do anything with dinosaurs because no one else is doing dinosaurs. Yeah. But they decide to tell a story about locusts. And it's like, I do understand yeah. because I know it goes hand in hand with the dinosaur thing. I get it. Like, I do get what they were trying to do. But I'm just like, this is the way you're going to go out. Like, you're saying this is the last Jurassic Park movie for a while. You want to go out with a bang. You bring all the OGs back and you make the story about locusts. Yeah, I mean, I, I found that super confusing, too. And I understand that they had to have two different storylines to balance, like, the new the cast and the old cast, the A story, the B story, whatever. But you would think that getting, you know, a paleontologist and a dinosaur expert together again, they would be, I don't know, checking out dinosaur stuff and not locusts. I understand the idea of it, but, like, that whole storyline I just found completely boring. Yeah, I didn't love it. It was kind of weird. And the other thing I didn't love about this was like, is exactly what you just alluded to, how there's you have to have something for both kind of teams to do. And it was just like, we get through this whole thing, and it's like, again, I don't, like, you don't need to kill someone to like make the, like, but it's like they had a party of 10, and like yeah. nobody, nobody dies, like, no nothing. loss of life. Yeah. It's the last one. You want to go with a bang again, and it's like nothing, nothing. But, yeah, I but, mean, yeah. I, I don't know how they could have really tied in both storylines together because I really feel it has the same problem as the the Star Wars new trilogy was that they changed directors for Fallen Kingdom, and then they got Trevorrow back for Dominion, and I feel like he had to kind of pick up the story arcs of what happened in Fallen Kingdom, even though right. maybe that wasn't his original intention of the of the new trilogy, or I'm not really sure, but like 
they had to do something with like the clone daughter and and all this stuff and i'm like that's not the interesting part of these movies like yes i don't care about the clone daughter in any way like um not that the actress didn't do a fine job or anything it was just like this isn't the story arc that i want these people to go on it's like you just released dinosaurs into the modern world for the first time yeah, really why aren't we playing with that why aren't we playing with that right and we're talking about a girl that got cloned like we're talking about locust like the story in itself doesn't really make much sense because after fallen kingdom they take 14 dinosaurs from the island and then they get let loose into the main world and then all of a sudden they're just everywhere dinosaurs are in europe they're in africa they're all over the planet and i'm like there was only 14 dinosaurs that escaped so how did they spread this rapidly over four years like it doesn't really make they're any fuck machines they yeah i guess it's like fuck best 97 up in this bitch yeah like i understand that like that was kind of part of the thing was like like blue the raptor had a baby without having a, a partner in any way because of the dna they spliced into the dinosaur and everything you think like the baby's that but name like, was anakin what's that you said do you think the baby's name would have or the dinosaur baby would have been anakin because blue had a baby? let's hope that's a crossover we need buddy that is a crossover we need um i just think the movie's a mess story-wise and like i i don't I didn't find either side of the story compelling. The best part of the movie was, yeah, the dinosaur stuff. Yeah. And like the, the raptor chase or what the new raptor, whatever, endo raptor, whatever the fuck they're calling them now, like through the streets of like fucking wherever they're at. Yeah, that was sick. Um, is awesome. Like, yeah, so good. Seeing Pratt ride a motorcycle, weaving in and out of traffic while yeah. raptors were chasing him and all that shit. I'm like, this is awesome. Um, some of the ending it was all right with like the like the Dilophosauruses and like stuff like that i'm like all right this is okay the new t-rex and the whatever the fucking new big bad dinosaur is that they made yeah it was fine but like the rest of the movie was just kind of sloppy and long it felt so long yeah it did feel long especially because like you said both storylines were not overly compelling and again both storylines didn't really like focus on dinosaurs which Again, right. you get to the you get to the point where you this is the sixth movie, and it's like like you said, we ended the last one where it's like dinosaurs have been let loose into the into like a metro, metropolitan area, and it's like why are why are we not like to me, that's how you take it to the next level. Like that's how you now you have dinosaurs interacting with people, and it's weird because when you watch the previews for this show, they definitely played up that. Like, that was going to be yeah. a part of it. Like, remember the skier who's skiing down the thing and she gets chased by raptors? But not even in the movie. Not even in the movie. And I'm just like... The first... They, before the movie came out, they did, a, they did like, a advertising thing where they're like, here is the first, like, eight minutes of the movie before it hits theaters. And they released the first eight minutes of the movie, and it's and not even not in the weird. movie. That's so weird. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it, it's super bizarre. Like, it, it, I feel like it got like recut after they did that or something. Like, um, but yeah, like th- what you were saying, I was like, okay, we have dinosaurs in the real world. What? It's it's like the entire Earth was like, meh. Dinosaurs are running around. Who cares? Like, it doesn't seem like anybody's like fearful of it. Of like, hey, yes. don't go to the woods. Like, there could be fucking velociraptors in there. They're just like they're living in meh. the MCU. They're living in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so bizarre when I'm like, if that actually happened where you had fucking raptors and T Rexes and shit running around like 
civilization like yeah people would be like staying in their homes they'd be terrified yeah, they wouldn't, wouldn't be just camping. Be, like all normal yeah, yeah right so. they're not going to work the next day they'd be like yeah no like this is terrifying like it would, i think you'd think it would be like almost a caveman mentality where we're out there like fucking you know setting up moats around our fucking cave <laughs> and shit like you you think there'd be like a loss of power loss of infrastructure like you have t-rexes roaming cities like i don't know and it just seems like eh, whatever everyday life's back to normal we got t-rexes now big deal <laughs> but it's, I, I don't know it, it's such a bizarre tone yeah i definitely agree with you on that it's uh it's it's yeah, it, especially because of how they left the last one. It just like it made me have hope that like we might finally get something where it's like all these dinosaurs fucking up humanity and yeah. getting in the way. And then like it would even be cool to just see what happens like immediately following. And then like I, I actually have no issue with like mass reproduction. Like if it all this day all of a sudden just started reproducing like crazy and there were dinosaurs everywhere and they're like fast forward a year, like or or if they started with like a montage of like basically what happened after that and explained how we get to the present day and then we get well, to it's four years time. four years since four years difference right yeah and i get it like four years is a long time but i'm like okay tell me how like all these dinosaurs are getting across an ocean like i know that there's like a trade going on between like like underground trade of dinosaurs and shit like that like they're showing but i'm like you're not getting like fucking raptors all over europe like they didn't hop on a boat. What? Like what, it doesn't. It doesn't work for me at all. They immigrated. They left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they they hopped a boat at you know the Statue of Liberty and and went back to France. Like it. I don't know. I um. It's not just that, but it's like there's no death. Like you think that if all the dinosaurs were roaming around, you'd see people just getting devoured left and right. Well, like, I mean, in fairness, there were some. Like remember that one part where the. I think it was a T-Rex. It was like in like some city center and he just walks by a guy and just eats him. And doesn't like another one come up and they like pull him in half or something like that? Like, yeah, but like there was more it's there. Death. It's just, it could be more. There could have been more. It could have been There's more death in the last 20 minutes of the lost world. When the T-Rex gets out in, in San Diego, than there is yeah. in the entire movie of this. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's not what I wanted out of Dominion, definitely. It was definitely a huge disappointment for me. It was one of my most anticipated movies of the year. And getting the original cast back together and actually giving um, Jeff Goldblum like, a full role in this one, opposed to like the three lines he got in yeah. Fallen Kingdom. I was really hopeful that we would get a good mix of, of you know, these original characters in our, you know, having conversations about like the effects of of what was done and how their role you know their role and how they were right from the beginning and and like this was inevitable and like there was just no like pontificating upon the science and like the actual like you know chaos theory you know everything that ian talked about in the first movie like it just it was just like ian just was there and, and grant just was kind of there to like be around ellie and he doesn't really seem to like find anything interesting that's going on in the entire movie and like i don't know there's no awe in this movie there's no like i don't know like that that the first movie is so good at making you go like holy shit dinosaur yeah. and like they all and i get we're six movies in but it's like now there's no fear there's no awe there's no it's just okay here's dinosaurs let's go 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, is they're kind of focusing on the wrong thing, right? Jurassic Park one was really good at like b- building you up and expect like getting you excited for it, right? Success. It's like they put the goat out. All right, now the goat's gonna for sure get eaten by the Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Nope. Still just waiting. It's just like you know what I mean. And it was like it was really they were really good at like playing the waiting game until like the time was right to kind of showcase, and then shit really hits the fan, right? And it's like. Yeah. They did a great job at, like you said, the suspense and like, you know, lots of suspenseful moments. The part where they're in the car flipped over and Lexi and Tim oh. are in the car. And it's like, you know, that part's like fucking crazy. The part where they're climbing the fence and the electric fence is going to go off again or whatever. Right. And it's just like all the different things. What's that? Yeah. It's very tense. That whole movie yeah, is, is just very is. tense. The, ra- the scene in the kitchen with the raptors, like again, man, like. When they're escaping in the, in the gas-powered Jeep and Ian's in the back with his busted-ass leg and the, yeah. and the T-Rex are chasing him down the road, like, that whole scene was terrifying for me as a like as an eight-year-old, but also still, when I watched that back earlier this week, I'm like, that's the most tense scene out of all six movies, man. Like, yeah. it, But that's the hard awesome. part, is, like, they, they did that the first time, and that, that maybe that's a big part of why the first one really stands out as being the only one that's really truly unique in everything and what it's doing right and it's like none but, of the other the rest of them always played to the fact they're like yeah there's dinosaurs obviously stress part yeah but they set rules in that first movie of like oh yeah we clocked the t-rex at like 35 kilometers an hour or whatever hammond says about the speed of it and then in jurassic uh the first jurassic world movie um Claire is is running away from the T-Rex pen in high heels and is outrunning the T-Rex. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm all about her being a badass woman and everything, but at some point you got to go, this doesn't even make sense. The T-Rex would have devoured her instantly. Yeah, like they were, they were sure. trying to outrun the T-Rex in a gas-powered Jeep, and now she's outrunning it in high heels. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. And it's like, th- uh, I know, like... I, I don't know. I, you're right. They did so many good things in the first movie that they tried to not have to do it again in, in the sequels. But but that's the best part about it. So yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I, I I think well, we can get into other movies more deeply. But yeah, I, I just think the biggest flaw of this entire franchise is not using the nostalgia of the first movie in any of the sequels. Like. Going back to that first island and seeing the original park destroyed and doing stuff with that, they touched on it very mildly in, yes. in Jurassic, World, Jurassic World, and they touched on it again a little tiny bit in Fallen Kingdom, but then like destroying the island with the volcano and all that stuff, it was like a huge mistake. Yeah, I agree. Capitalizing on that nostalgia of like them having to go back to the park, and it would it would have been hard to do, but you could have had that whole like biosyn side thing from dominion of like them having to go back to the park and showing like um uh what's his name uh dodson like having to go back to the park to get the canister or something like that because right. he knows that the embryos awesome. already yeah and like them having like that could have been a whole like prequel movie or movie in between where they're like this is what happened to get biosyn on the map is they had to get the the canister and like they show it in in Dominion in his office, like a like a keepsake. So obviously, at some point, they did recover they it. it. Yeah. So like that should have been a, a story arc of like, oh, like after uh, Nedry died in the first one, like Biosyn had to go to the island and recover that that canister to have any future as a company. Even though Ingen was like in you know crumbling anyway, they needed that technology. Yeah. And 
they just never do it. Like they never go back to the park. You never really see the iconic moments of like going back to the Jeep area or going back to, you know, the main, you, you see like they do it once yeah, or twice very quickly, yeah. but it's not, it's not enough. It doesn't play on your to spend any enough. time in that world, right? So yeah. You don't get to explore and wander around and see more stuff that you recognize. Yeah, so, it's yeah, just it would have been cool to it would have been cool to see that, but um yeah, I know you just hard... oh, you don't sorry. want member berries the whole time, right? And like we said that for for Boba. the Star Wars stuff is like you just don't want member berries left and right. But for this, when it's 20, 30 years later after the first movie, you could have played with it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Well the thing is 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 um I find it weird that they haven't been able to do a really great sequel for this, especially because we're living in the age of like, you know, nostalgia based sequels where they're like, we're soft rebooting this and whatever. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you know, they're doing that like crazy right now with so many different properties. And it's like, how have we not gotten a, a awesome Jurassic Park movie? Like, I just, I just yeah. don't get it. I don't get it. Like, well, especially with, you know, like Halloween, how they soft rebooted Halloween and yeah. basically pretended that all the sequels don't exist. This is a right. direct sequel to the first one. Sequels to the sequel of that one that they did. Right. right. So, And I think that's inevitable almost for Jurassic Park is that they're going to eventually say, okay, none of the sequels count. The first movie, yeah. this is a direct sequel to the first movie. I would, in my like perfect vision of this, I would say... Like all these, you know, Grant and Ellie and all them, they're going to be in their 60s as actors yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, so you're probably not going to bring them back, but it'd be cool if they brought back like Lex and Tim yep, as adults. Yep. That would be amazing. That'd be awesome. And like they took totally over InGen after Hammond died or, you know, he left the company to them and they're trying to like whatever the story arc that you want to come up with. We can deep dive on that in a minute. But like, that's where I'm like surprised. I'm like, they never brought back Lex and Tim, the kids yeah. that actually made you know, Grant care about kids and like that was the relationship that builder between huge, Nelly. And that was a huge piece of the like of his character, right? Was the kid thing, yeah. you know. You think he would have been like keeping in touch with them. Yeah. Yeah. And like even in Dominion, like Malcolm says, like, oh, I had to pay the bills for my five kids. And I'm like, we never met really any of your kids except for in in the in the lost world. And like they never touch on her again either. It's like, yeah, right. she did this and she's gone. And it's like, not necessarily that I think she was the strongest part of, of that movie, but I'm like, it's weird that you like built in the next generation of some of these characters, but then, then don't you just do left that them there. way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is um, weird. That is weird. But again, I think a lot of that goes from just not having an overarching vision too, right? Like, you yeah. Know, you know, I think that's really like when you look at things like the MCU, that's just like this big story. You know, the reason why they're so successful in application is that they have someone who's like plotting it and like, you know, making yeah. sure that everything falls where it's supposed to to get the best out of your storyline. Like and even even when they have someone who's good at doing that, things still yeah. slip by and, you know, they make changes at last minute because, you know, it makes sense for the story or whatever. But, you know, having no overarching idea of where the franchise ultimately wants to go, like, yeah, you know, it kind of hurts agree. it, right? I think the smart thing would have been for Dominion, at least, is to get Spielberg to direct it. Yeah. Um, and said, like, hey, you started this fucker off. But, like, let's end it with you directing this. Like, we'll give you whatever budget you want to do. Write the story. Tell us what you want to do and let's let's do it, you know? And yeah. 
not that Colin Trevorrow did a bad job with it or anything like that. I think his directing is fine. I think it's a story that needed massive amounts of work. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, I, like, I don't know. I, I, I find it very, very confusing that this is the direction it came to and this is where it ends. And, like, I don't know where you go from here. If, they're, if yeah, they plan on I doing agree. a seventh movie without rebooting it, like, I don't know what you would even do for that seventh yeah. movie. I agree with you. It's just weird. It's just weird. And for anybody who is basically getting their info on this movie from us and hasn't seen it, the locust thing we're referring to. Oh, so there you go. Easy to read names. Just said Jurassic World had crickets be the main villain in the last movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, that's the, yeah, it is. It's, it's crazy, right? Especially because there's so much more. There's so much more you could have, you could have done. And, and, but you're right. That's exactly it. The problem with this and, and even worse is like, you know the the main the main overarching threat and issue in this movie is locusts, but yet the story is very similar to like other Jurassic Park stories. They're gonna break in the facility and whatever, yeah. and try to bypass the dinosaurs because they, you know, whatever the car something breaks. I can't even remember. It's like so unmemorable. But it was just like again, so many of the same scenarios we've already had before. Yes. And you and Hack the computer, and, get rewrote the power, fucking you know, like security all of these systems. Characters have already done this. Yeah. And and like except that the difference the is now we don't even get to have the benefit of having it happen with dinosaurs. Instead we're dealing with locusts who are eating crops. And like yeah, again, no. don't don't get me wrong, like I'm not saying that that storyline doesn't have a place. Like yeah. I feel like that's a cool thing to kind of allude to to be like we need to do this because if we don't, this is what could ultimately become a problem. But right. like for your whole story to focus around these locusts that are eating food, like, you know, all the humans food is like on the last Jurassic Park. It just seems crazy. So, well, I think the road to go instead of like locusts and stuff, right, would have been like disease. Like bringing back these dinosaurs brought back some like art, you know, like ancient disease that was gonna wipe out humanity. Ryan's just having a snack, everybody. Yeah, well, my dog won't stop barking, so I got to keep giving him treats. And I mean, now I'm, I'm rewarding his bad behavior, but otherwise he just doesn't shut up. Um, Finnegan's like, I've got you all figured out, motherfucker. Oh, he does. He's smarter than me for sure. He's like, I love podcast night. I eat like oh, a champion. Knows. At like ten to one, he starts going like, oh, "Okay, where's my treat? And where's my toy? I know it's coming." <laughs> um, but yeah, they could have done something where bringing back the dinosaurs and them escaping into humanity like brought back some kind of old disease that the dinosaurs had that wiped out like half of humanity or something like that. Right. And imagine COVID maybe, came from the dinosaurs. That's how they did it. Maybe it did. Who knows? Um, but then that would have put us like into like a tribal world where it was like almost like. You know, we're back to caveman lifestyle of like, you know, yeah. we don't have electricity. We have to live in tribes to survive. We have to have people like almost like what they did with Planet of the Apes. If you watch the new Planet of the Apes movies where, you know, the monkeys, the apes come back and, and wipe out humanity. And now they're like, basically it's apes versus humans. And, and like something along those lines with dinosaurs, I think would have been really cool. Yeah, totally. um, Thanks, too. I just, yeah, I, I the problem with that movie is, is there's just no fear of the dinosaurs. There's no awe of the dinosaurs. Yeah, there's no. I agree. There's no nothing. It's like, why? Why They're is this there, dinosaur? Everyone's just like, oh, there's a Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, it's like, oh, great. Like, 
even though most of humanity probably had seen dinosaurs by that point by either going to you know Jurassic World or at least seeing like it on television in some way or whatever, you would think that one chasing a skateboarder down the street would ex- ex- make a little bit more interest in everybody right. around them. Yeah. You think there would be a little bit of fear or a little bit of awe with the first time you see a fucking triceratops walking down your street, you know? Um, um, there's a couple of good comments here. So, uh, uh, easy to read name says they could have, so yeah, he's basically saying what we kind of had touched on earlier, but they could have done something cool with the dinos being in the human world. Instead, they do the most cliche plot ever, which yeah. Yeah, we were kind of talking about. And Baxter's Laboratory says the locusts weren't even a product of the integration of dinosaurs. They're created separately. It's a whole other movie right. piggybacking on Jurassic Park. Great point. Great point. Yeah, I mean, it's Biosyn creating a demand. You know, they want to be on top of it so that when they're, when there's food demand or whatever, that you know, they, they, they have to supply. Snakes. Yeah. Again, I understand it. Biosyn's like this corrupt corporation, but it's yes. not an interesting storyline for a Jurassic Park movie. Yes, there's a movie there for maybe something else, but... Jurassic right. Park. Yeah. The problem again, right there, is like exactly how he just said that. Though it's a whole other movie piggybacking on Jurassic Park. So it's like yeah. this movie isn't even about what it's about. Jurassic Park. It's just it's set in Jurassic Park. Well, that in the same same with the Doctor Henry there, the 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 guy that was in the first movie originally. That's in these yeah. these Jurassic World movies. Um, he didn't learn anything. You know, and that and that's a big problem for his character arc for me is like he knew he was fucking with shit in the first movie. They called him out on it and he was he was like, No, no, we're doing what scientists have never done before. Like this is amazing, right? And he's on the cutting edge of, of this new scientific world. Okay, the park fails. He should have learned something from that. But no, he he goes to Jurassic World where he does it again, and now he's purposely splicing different breeds of dinosaurs together. And fucking with their genetics and everything like that. And he yeah. has a whole fucking statement in that movie about, like, you guys didn't want dinosaurs. You wanted genetically engineered things. Nothing in this world is real. Like, these are all genetically altered dinosaurs, and, and they're more like monsters. And you want something scarier and faster and whatever? I can do that. But it all goes wrong again, and he doesn't learn anything. And right. now he created a whole swarm of locusts that were going to devour the world. And then he still doesn't seem to realize like he's the problem here. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I feel instead like instead of having Amgen be the big bad faceless company of Jurassic World, they decided to create a whole other evil company that serves the exact same function. Well, that that's because in the book, I mean, Biosyn is in the original movie, and I don't know if they're directly called Biosyn in that movie, but that's what Nedry is, is is stealing the embryos for is Biosyn. And in the book, it goes into very, very deep detail about um, uh, Nedry, his connection with Lewis Dodson of the CEO of Biosyn. The whole second book is very much um, about Lewis Dodson. Like he, I, I can't remember exactly what the character's name is in the second book, like Ludlow or Lovelow or something like that. The guy that's basically john hammond's new john hammond in the second movie that he ends up getting eaten by the t-rex at the end of the movie on the mm-hmm. boat yeah yeah he he's not in the book like he he's a made-up character for the movie that whole story arc is actually lewis dodson in the book oh interesting so that movie got changed like dramatically like from the actual source material like a lot the, there's similar very different though right even even yeah. i heard jurassic park even is quite different from its book 
I've never. It is. Um, it has the same basic storyline, but the first book, like John Hammond, is like a dickhead. Like John Hammond is not a nice old grandfather in that book. Right. Um, he's he's kind of full of himself, and he doesn't see like doesn't any, he, he doesn't learn Grant any in, lessons. He tricks. What's Grant that? Nelly. Doesn't he trick Grant Nelly into coming there for other purposes? I, I haven't read it in a few years now, so I'm kind of hazy. I don't think so. I think he does bring them there to sign off on the part, just like in the movie. Mm. But in the in the book, like Hammond dies in the first movie, he gets eaten yeah, by a T Rex. Like I believe. Compies. Oh, it, it's compies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Which is what happens um, to someone in this movie. I can't remember who, but yes. Well, they do that in the second movie with a completely different character. Right. That he gets eaten by compies, but um, yeah, like. The, the, there's a whole segment of the first book where they go into the pterodactyl cages and everything like that. They put that in the third movie, but that's actually in the original book that they left out. Um, the the like um, glass like rolling orbs in Jurassic World that they go into as one of those rides. That's mm-hmm. part of the first book. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, the riverboat ride that you see like a bunch of people going down the river and there's stegosauruses on the side in Jurassic World. That's from the first book. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. They just didn't use any of that in the first movie because obviously they were going for in the movie like this park was still in construction and it wasn't right. finished. It was future attractions that they weren't finished. And right. Jurassic World kind of goes, well, this is the finished product that we would have got if Jurassic right. Park would have got there. Was. Yeah, right. Um, which is a cool idea. Like I think Jurassic yeah. World is actually a pretty smartly designed movie. Outside, I think the most of the cast is just unlikable in that movie, and I think that's his biggest problem. I think I think you hit it on the nail the nail on the head in that the reason why Jurassic Park one is so cool is because it's something we never saw before and they leaned into that in a big way suspensefully and you know how they showcase the dinosaurs and you know after the first movie it was just like here's the dinosaurs and like let's get to Jurassic Park and and like that's yeah. just, you know, that, that, I feel like that really is the biggest the difference between JP1 and everything else in the franchise is it's just, yeah. you take something that is brand new to us and the way they introduce it is just, it's so cool and it's so smart and it's just, it's awesome. Like, and of course shit goes awry and shit goes yeah. down and like, yeah, it's really great. But the problem is, is like, you take away the thing that makes it so cool and then you just kind of look for nostalgia and other things like, hey, remember that time the band was swinging by a tree? Well, now it is swinging by a tree again. So yeah. it's fucking party. And it's like, well, the difference is, is last time we didn't see the dinosaur or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, yeah it was all new, right? And it's just, yeah. Yeah, the second, third time you see the strings behind the scenes, you know, it's not an original thing. Um yeah, like easy to rename says the pterodactyls were originally going to be in the second movie. Uh, when the group was escaping to the helicopters, it got as far as to get into concept art. And yeah, I know, like those movies went through a lot of rewrites, the second and third one for sure. The third one originally, I don't know if it's the third one or the fourth one that, um, they were originally going to do a whole storyline about hybrid dinosaurs being yes, used in the army. In the army, I that that. it was going to be human velociraptor hybrids that like they were going to hold guns basically, and like it was a terrible idea. Like, there's yeah, concept art bad. out there that's really bad, it looks terrible. 
the idea is terrible, but they do kind of mention that in Jurassic World when you see Vincent D'Onofrio's character in that movie saying, like, we want to use these velociraptors as, like, army soldiers yeah. and whatever like that. And that's kind of why they're having Chris Pratt train them in that way. Is like, that's supposed to be kind of the secondary function of these dinosaurs. Is like, yeah, right. we're going to use it as a military operation. Um, yeah. That I'm glad that went out the window. Like, they just Me dropped too. that entire storyline completely because it's terrible <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Um but they kind of keep like the the tag the laser tagging of enemies and stuff like that with the velociraptors. They keep that yeah. element of it, which I think is silly too. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it, but also it's, it's fine. Just but like, yeah, the problem is, is like you make them out to be so smart, and then you're like, "Ooh, a laser!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know, like the whole storyline with Blue the Raptor and everything like that. Like, I mean, I like it. You want. You want that, like, cute character that's, like, oh, like, human, you know, love dinosaur, dinosaur love human, it's cute, but, like, the fucking Velociraptor, dude, like, come on. I can't get behind that one. See, to me, that was the biggest thing with Jurassic World to me, is, like, there was a lot of stuff, like, I I remember when Jurassic World 3, Jurassic Park 3 came out initially, me and you talked about it, and we talked about our hatred for the raptors and how they're, like, Basically, might as well have like fucking walkie talkies. Like they're just like because they all chat now, right? And it's just like oh, it's so bad. And then and then I remember when Jurassic World came out and they kind of were insinuating that like you know raptors could basically be trained like by humans, and it's just like, and I'm just like, I don't really like. I have a hard time with that. I I agree with you. I I think it's a huge problem for the movies because I think it's it's too ridiculous to see in real life. But in the first book. Like, there is a whole segment of that book that talks about, like, the original intention was we can gene splice these things to make them any size, color, shape we want. We could end up ha- selling, like, baby brontosauruses to kids to take home as pets, but we'd right. make them, like, miniature size Smaller. where they could just yeah. roam around the house and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's like, but you didn't want those type of things. Like, you wanted these big creatures that are as close as we can possibly get to the real thing. And you could have used like that as a storyline of like, yeah, Henry Wu was actually splicing in elements into these dinosaurs that were making them easy to train, like more like, you know, companions or dogs or whatever. But they just kind of gloss over that and be like, oh, yeah, he was, you know, he's making a camouflage super dinosaur. And it's like, all right. He's a velociraptor mixed with a pug. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) yeah. I, I just, it's it's too silly to see in a movie, and it's and like as likable as Chris Pratt is in all three of these movies. I just think there's so many other characters in these movies that like I don't ever find uh, Bryce Dallas Howard as a likable character in this movie, and I don't think her and and Chris Pratt had any romantic tension I at all. In I these movies. And yeah, I'm not really. I don't really feel. To be honest with you, it's a big part of why I didn't like Jurassic World, any of the Jurassic World, but especially the first one. Like I remember the first one came out, and everyone was feeling pretty good about the franchise because they're like, "Oh, it's it's a good reboot. It's kind of off to a good start." And like, I don't know. It, I just never connected with it the same way. And I was just, I a big part of it was like, I'm, I'm not crazy about the cast. Like, I don't really like Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard as an actor. Maybe I just haven't seen her in the right things. To be really honest with you. I can't really say I love Chris Pratt in these movies either. I kind of find him to be a bit much. Um, but I think he's very Chris Pratt. I, I mean, I don't think 
he really added anything to the character that wasn't like Chris Pratt. Like to me, like his role in Guardians and Jurassic World are almost the same character. Like it's just like his silly, like you know, bumbling around, like goofus. You know, I guess I guess when it's out of context, like a man from Earth who's basically grew up with a bunch of space pirates, the goofiness kind of yeah. lands better because you're like he just doesn't know. He's kind of like out of it. He hasn't been on Earth, so he doesn't really know. He thinks. Oh. Zunes are like the coolest thing ever and whatever yeah. right but it's like as a human who's a human and always was a human and then watching yeah. him ride a horse and like lasso a dinosaur i'm just like yeah I mean, but see that's the thing too where it's like totally so off it's like we already saw him using motorcycles and, and working with velociraptors okay now the horse thing starts off the movie and you kind of go oh like maybe the dinosaurs have destroyed like modern like technology. Yeah, technology. Like, there's not no. automobiles or you know motorcycles and then anymore. He comes and chases him. <laughs> yeah, and it's like no, it totally shifts again. They're just riding horses just to ride horses, and it's like yeah. all right. Um, I'm not seeing any comments. So if there's any comments, I'm missing. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Giga Shock twenty two two thirty seven says started good. That been getting to falter, and then. Uh, uh, easy to rename says uh Chris Kratt plays himself in basically all of his roles. And yeah, I agree. Um yeah. it reminds me a lot of Star Wars, honestly though. Like we have the original trilogy, and then they came back and episode seven was a very much hey, we were doing episode four again, and yeah. Jurassic World is very much the same thing where it's like, yeah. hey, we're this is Jurassic what would happen if Jurassic Park opened. It's the same movie, except not, right? It's yeah. a little twist on it. And then it completely falls apart. And episode eight was garbage, and Fallen Kingdom was garbage, and then episode nine was garbage, and so was Dominion. Like, yeah, I I think they just needed to not rush these things out and be like, hey, okay, we got a new franchise. Let's put a movie out every two years on the dot. We cannot miss a year. We need the money. These movies are yeah. going to make nine hundred million dollars. Let's fucking get them out one after another, one after another, instead of actually going into a writer's room and going, let's fucking hammer out an awesome story for this movie. And if it takes five years. That's fine. And it takes five it years. Builds up. It takes five years. Like we didn't need three Jurassic World movies in the span of seven years or six years. It, it yeah. didn't need to happen quick. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I agree. I mean, but I ultimately think you know, like we talked, we were talking about earlier. Like I ultimately do think that the reason why we've never got a comparable Jurassic Park one sequel is just like because all the all the excitement about it is gone. But that that being said, do you think that they could go and do another Jurassic Park movie now and basically bring that back? Like, I feel like you still could, even though we've seen the dinosaurs, we know how they interact, we've seen them play tug of war with each other with a human, we've seen them, yeah. like, we've seen them fuck shit up. But like, do you think there would be room to have another, like, like what if they did a Jurassic Park movie where? You know, they were being hunted by dinosaurs and they were having to try to escape and it was all like, you know, crawling around in the dark trying to whatever and like bump into a raptor or bump into, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, almost um, predator-like, you know, yeah. like. Yes, exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, if I, like, honestly, if I was to go to the, the studio right now and say, all right, this is what you do to reboot Jurassic Park, I would say, Forget all the sequels right now. This is a new sequel to the original movie. Pretend yeah. all the other five don't exist. This movie starts off 
kind of similar to the Lost World book, where Lewis Dodson is going back to the island to recover the canister dropped by Nedry in the first movie. You get a team of him and a bunch of fucking, you know, whatever, elite guards or whatever the fuck you want to do, military guys, whatever. It's very predator-like. They're in the forest. They're getting destroyed by dinosaurs left and right. Um, you're going through remnants of the old park. You're seeing callbacks and stuff. Like, you know, you could put this a year after the first the first park dies or whatever. Like, yeah. Um, I know that there's a problem there with the canister because it only had enough, um, like, coolant in it yeah. to keep it keep the dna solid for 72 hours or whatever the fuck it is but find a way around that i don't know it got it in the mud and the mud kept it cool i don't know just do something you can figure out i'm not a scientist right um to me that's where you go with it is you have like a dodson character come in and try to recover the thing and then the third movie i i honestly think you have to would go back to like lex and tim and them dealing with the ramifications of their, their childhood and like these dinosaurs maybe escaping off the island in the end of the second movie, and you actually legitimately see dinosaurs in the real world fucking shit up, and people are actually fearful and and scared and terrified, and like you have raptors and dinosaurs and T-Rexes and shit going through cities like Godzilla-like, where they're destroying buildings and eating That'd people so and then, like we've never gotten that level of destruction, and it's like that's what would happen if these kind of animals got let loose. Like, you're talking about a giant two-ton creature walking through the streets. He's not going to fucking play nice and, like, oh, look out, there's a guy there. I better not step on him. Sorry, sir. And, like, you know, like, it's like, no, he'd be stepping on cars and wrecking buildings. And because, like, army would be shooting at it and stuff, too, right? So it's like... Everybody would be having guns and, and fucking... You see people in the streets with M16s and fucking, you know, rifles and, and shotguns and shit, like... People would be terrified if they thought there was a chance they were going to leave their house and get eaten. Yep, I agree. Um, they'll probably either reboot the series or try to make Jurassic Galaxy, then Jurassic Universe, and its final Jurassic Galaxy, its final final movie, Jurassic Multiverse. That's easy to read names. <laughs> um, I never played the Telltale game, so I apologize if I'm I'm stealing from their their game. I I never played it, so. Um, <laughs> I'm just taking elements of the second book that they they kind of used but didn't really use to its fullest ability. I, I think, you know, like I said, like the pterodactyl cages being originally part of that first book, the second book, the second movie should have had like a whole scene where they're running through pterodactyl cages and it was parts of the park you never got to see in the original movie. Yeah. And stuff that was left out of the first book you could have done in the second movie and it, it would it bring new insight into the like what was happening outside of the little area you've seen of the park because it was a massive park and we only got to see you know the first strip of it really yep. before yep. the jeep stopped and then they got eaten it was a whole island and we only got to see like one spot or a couple spots. right so yeah yeah i don't know i think i think there's a lot of opportunity to do good with the franchise uh but yeah i just find it so weird that especially in a time where everything is getting the nostalgia reboot and like refresh it's weird to me that jurassic park sequels are still coming out and missing like so hard it's so hard in particular it's like this one is the worst of the worst dominion is the worst of the worst but they made so much money so they don't care I know. And that's the problem. Is the movie cost them 100 and I think it was 160 million or something like that and they had yeah. made 900 million worldwide. So do they Great. care? 
That's the problem. Is you got a, you got a guy in a boardroom that doesn't give a fuck about this franchise that's going, hey, we just made our shareholders seven hundred million dollars. We milked that shit. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to say too is like I find it weird that in Jurassic World you have this whole character arc for uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's Claire Deering or whatever of her learning how to basically Grant's role in the first movie of like, oh, I'm not a kid person and I'm being with my nephews and I'm learning to love my nephews and then they're just never talked about or heard from again for the rest of the fresh, the next two movies. And it's like, you think they would have been a part of it somehow. Like, yeah, even just a name drop or something. Yeah, like, just, nah, just they're forgotten. I, I, I have this new life with Owen Grady and fuck my nephews. I'll never talk or see them again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's really- yeah, but I mean, I do also get that. Eh, maybe not that because they, they're kind of a big part of the first one. So... And like they always feel like they have to have a kid in the movies. Like it never yeah. fails. Every movie, will you stop barking, please? Yeah, would you stop it? Um, every movie, they feel like they need to have a kid to relate to the audience in. And I'm like, I don't know if the kid adds anything in any of the movies except for the first movie. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess I agree with you there. You know, Tim and Lex are both pretty big parts of the first movie. So. Hey. Excuse me. I think I'd agree with you on that. They've never really capitalized on it like that before. Like no. the first one. And I don't know, like or it, even Ian's kids, like I don't know, or Ian's ex wives, like he's always talking yeah, about how to lie to you. I didn't even remember that Ian had kids. So, well that's how that's how unimpactful it was. Well, the second movie, the 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 black girl in that movie is supposed to be his daughter. Oh. Yeah, but like, like uh, in the in Lost World, um, what's her face? Um, the girl that plays his like girlfriend in that movie. Dude, I, um, I, I yeah, Julianne Moore. She plays his girlfriend in that movie, Sarah Harding, right? And like the whole movie is like Ian trying to save Sarah from from the island because. Uh, she's gone there before him or whatever. She's sent to the island by himself and then Ian goes there to save her. Right. Never talked about again. You think that would have been a part of any of these movies? Is like, nope, she never heard from or talked from about again. Like, I don't know. I, I just find that they bring in these characters as like, you're supposed to like them and then they're just like, yeah, fuck it, drop them for the next movie. We don't need them anymore. And like, well, the problem I don't, know. I know, is like, don't have nostalgia for Ian Malcolm's wife. You have nostalgia for Ian Malcolm, so it's like... You do, I but I, it, I mean, but she was a huge part of the weird. second movie. She was in the yeah. entire movie. Yeah, I guess. Like, so was uh, fucking Vince Vaughn, right? Vince Vaughn's in the second movie. He right. survives. Never yeah, seen from right. or heard from again. Nope, he was like, I'm out of here, son. Yeah, hold I'm on. Out of here. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know, but Dominion was really bad. I was pretty disappointed by it, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy they're gonna take a break for a little bit. In fairness, I am not really a hardcore Jurassic Park fan, like, I didn't even see the last Jurassic, I saw Jurassic World one kind of shortly after it came out. I don't know if I saw it in theaters, I think I might have, but I definitely didn't see Jurassic World 2 in theaters. I actually didn't see Jurassic World 2 until 
it was like probably a good year and a half until after it was out. Like I waited a long time because I just didn't really care. And I heard it was bad and I was like, probably isn't going to be for me. And it wasn't. Well, this is the first one I didn't see in theaters since Dominion. This is the first one I've seen in theaters in a bit. I guess not really. I guess this is probably, I think JP Jurassic World 2 is the only one I didn't see in theaters. I've seen it twice. Damn. Yeah, it's like one of the only movies I've gone to twice in theaters. Is it because you went with friend, one friend group and then another? Is that why? And I love that movie. When I was a kid, I thought that movie was fucking amazing because I just loved the idea of a T-Rex roaming through a city and like drinking out of a person's pool and like eating their dog and stuff. I was like, this is badass. Um, it wasn't that the only decent thing from Jurassic Dominion was that it brought Alan and Ellie back together. And yeah. I agree with that, but... Again, there was like very little Alan and Ellie moments in that movie, really. Like they're running and they, they do stuff together, but there's still like not really like a romantic connection there. It seems very like I don't know, forced but that whole movie. It seemed rushed. Everything seemed rushed because they were trying to get through but two different stories, putting focus so on two different groups of cast. And it's just like everything seemed rushed. It seems fast, which again makes it feel ungenuine too, right? Like, yeah, like to me, the smarter way would have been to do the whole Grant and Ellie story arc in the second movie of like them them doing research on dinosaurs or whatever that brings them back together. They're the only main characters of the second movie, and then the third movie brings everybody together or something like that, where you can do a, a story arc that needs them all together, but. Yeah, the movie screams heavy rewrites to me as well. Yeah. Easy to read. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think that they had trouble getting the script out the door and, and what they were going to do to bring these characters together, and I think it shows. Well, uh, let's just hope that they put the series to bed for a while, and let's hope they do what you said, and let's hope they pretend Part reboot. Like, yeah, pretend like everything after Jurassic Park 1 isn't real, and then... Yeah, I say give it just start. give it five years, and I don't know. I mean, Steven Spielberg will probably be like ninety years old by then, or I have no idea how old Steven Spielberg is. But I would but the thing to is, me, Steven like, Spielberg did didn't he do Jurassic Park two? Yeah, he did, and he hated it. Yeah, terrible. He didn't like it at all. He's like, every time I do a sequel to any of my movies, he's like, I get a huge ego. And he's like, I, I know, I feel in my head that like, I'm like, oh, the first one did really good. So the second one's going to do really good too. So he's like, for some reason it is, I get in my head about it and it doesn't turn out the way I want it to. And he's like, the second one didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. It's fine. But he's like, it's not one of, you know, my best work. Um, I would agree. I mean, I, I think the second movie is fine, but I think it falls apart from the gymnastic scene on, you know. And I don't remember that much of it. I remember seeing... It's been a long time since I've watched Jurassic Park 2, I think. You can rewatch it. Honestly, like, the whole trailer scene's awesome. The the, the two T-Rexes fighting, and um, it's great. There's a lot of good tense moments in there. When the, all the people run through the tall grass and the raptors are just devouring people. It's yeah, fucking great. that's a cool part, yeah. I love that the scene. Is, is like, I think a lot of them... I think a lot of the... Uh, stuff that's not in Jurassic Park 1 blends in for me. So it's like I kind of take all the good from all the good all of all of them, like the leftovers. So but yeah. yeah, there's nothing good in Jurassic Park 3 in my opinion. That whole yeah, movie is just good. 
It's not good. I'll and even sure. the fact that Allen went back is like hard. It doesn't sell. make any sense. No, it's a hard sell. William H. Macy, Macy's character in that movie is obnoxious as shit. Yep. Uh, Tina Leone's character who plays like his ex-wife or whatever. William H. Macy's ex-wife is fucking annoying as shit. I don't really like the kid that much in that movie. Like, Grant and his, like, student is the best two characters in that movie. And even then, like, they just make dumb decisions after dumb decisions that entire movie. It's like, oh, Grant went from being, like, a really smart, like, doctor, paleontologist guy to, like, being a moron. It just uh, it doesn't make any sense. The whole raptor's talking. The raptors look bad. The raptor's he talking. He makes that stupid 3D model of their, good. like, voice. It's just so bad. His oh, yeah, dream so he on makes, the... like, the little whistle, too, doesn't he? Yeah. He makes a whistle thing so he can talk to raptors when he's on the plane and he falls asleep. He sees the raptor ta- talking to him. That was terrible. Funny. That's funny. That's that a good gift, though. Yeah, no, it's a great gift, but it's a terrible <laughs> scene in the movie. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, no, I I hope that we do get a, a good Jurassic Park movie one day, a sequel. And like I said, I let it stay. Let it sit. Don't do it in two years. Don't give me yeah. another Jurassic Park movie for like five, ten years. Let yeah. it sit. Yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. I just, everybody wants a franchise. Everybody wants a world now, an MCU wannabe, and they just, we don't need it. Not everything well, has to be the MCU. And the problem is, is everybody who wants these MCUs, the problem is, is no one wants to do it the way the MCU did it. So it's like, if you're not willing to do it the way that it's genuinely, like, the reason it is successful is because it wasn't like, here's a Captain America movie, here's an Iron Man movie, here's an Avengers movie. It's like, here's all these characters individually that we're going to play with them for three years, and then we're going to bring them together. And, like, if you're not, like, doing it right, then, like, it's not going to work. Like, that's the thing is... You have to have it need you need to have people who are smart and good storytellers overseeing the development from top to yep. bottom. And if you don't, it's just not gonna ever be that. Like it doesn't matter what you think you're gonna put into it. Like you just it, it's not it can't be that way if you don't have right kind of like well, the just, head taking the lead. Of course. But like this is what I mean, right? It's like if a studio came to both of us right now and said hey, go write your own version of what the next movie is. And we did it. And then we picked three people from their comment section that was watching this. And they said, okay, you guys go write one too. And we all handed in five different scripts. Of course, there are going to be five different ideas and five different stories and five different character arcs. And I feel like that's what they do with a lot of these movies is they go, all right, we're going to get this director to do the second one. We're going to get a different director to do the third one. They're not going to communicate. They're not going to know what each other are doing. And we're going to have to hope that we can mess them together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, of course that doesn't work. You need yeah. somebody overseeing it and going, okay, you have to hit character beats and, you know, this, 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 and this, because this yeah. is going to be part of the future movie, you know? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I hope we get a good Jurassic Park movie one day. It's my favorite movie. And I just wish that any of the sequels could have lived up to the original. But they, they just don't. The best yeah. one, in my opinion, is Jurassic Park 2 or... Jurassic World. I would, and then I, would the rest of- I would probably go Jurassic Park one, and then like Jurassic Park two, Jurassic World, Jurassic World three, and then to be honest, two Jurassic World two and Jurassic Park three are like I don't even know how I would put them. I hated Jurassic Park, Jurassic World two. Like I fucking hated it. Yeah, I mean. 
rewatching it yesterday, there was elements of it that I don't mind on a rewatch, but my large majority of that movie I think is bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Jurassic I, I, World P three would be the last one because oh, it's terrible. Jurassic World Definitely two we got to see dinosaurs in like the city eating people and stuff. That was kinda cool, I guess. But yeah, Jurassic Park three is terrible. I, I, I would, do, I would not recommend that movie to anybody. If anybody does a rewatch and hasn't seen these movies, I'd be like, just skip Jurassic Park three. You don't need to see it. Yeah, it's not good. It's yep. really bad. Um, but yeah, so we're off for the next what three, four weeks. Hey, before we talk that, I forgot to say off the top that I saw Nope. All right, I right. That, but I didn't talk about it. Yeah, I saw nope. so it was pretty good. No spoiler. No spoiler. Yeah. But I really liked it. I thought it was really, really good. And uh better yeah, than get out or no? So like I think it is, but like I, I it's not that I don't like get out. I do like get out. I just um I think I like this better. I think for me, cool. get out was like really hyped for me. And it's like I was trying to see it as this bigger than it was piece because everyone was so hyped about it. And then I just I really like get out. I'm not saying I don't like it. I do like it. I didn't like us, but I do like. I hate us. I thought us was abysmally bad. I didn't find us enjoyable. So, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, after us, it took all my excitement away for anything he was going to do. So when I seen the trailers for Nope and whatever, I was like, "No, you fooled me once. I'm I'm out." You know. Yeah, but that's fair. It's his style. The thing is, is it's always his style of acting to like make it show you one thing and it actually be something different so like it's that's very much him right so i feel like if you you know if you're expecting this to be not that then nope it's not like it it is that i mean it is that right like it's yeah i just hope it's good i yeah it was really fun man there's some really really crazy visual stuff in it where you see it and you're just like oh, oh man that's fucking wild there's some insane parts and there's even just some cool stuff like you know it's not like your typical movie of that genre like it's like yeah. i don't want to say anything because again i know yeah. one part of it was spoiled in the second set of trailers versus the first one so i don't want to like spoil that but like i'll it definitely like, see it yeah i definitely recommend everyone to see it especially if you're like into sci-fi kind of stuff and is it was really fun. I thought it was really good. And all the actors in it were really good. I liked uh, the guy who plays Chadwick Boseman's bestie in uh, Black Panther. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's in um, it. He's like the main guy and his sister. And they're both like fucking hilarious. And then the guy from the electronics store who like helps them install all their cameras and stuff. He's just like so fucking funny. Yeah, I'll, when it when it comes out to like Netflix or streaming or whatever okay. somewhere, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll definitely watch. It. I'm not going to theaters to see it, but yeah, yeah, I'll definitely check it out when it's available. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, I liked it. It was good. It was very good. My I'm glad you liked it. That's good. good too. Oh, good. Um, yeah. So we're not. We won't be back actually until August 28th. Mm-hmm. It's a long which break. Is Sorry, a long break. But uh, Matt's doing some traveling, and I am also doing some traveling. So. Um, yeah, it just doesn't work out for the next three, four weeks. So we will be back August 28th. And I may do a small, like, little Lego stream or something in between now and then. Maybe do some video game streams, something, you know, I can do on my own. But there won't be an actual numbered podcast until August 28th. It's a Sunday. 
Um, we'll come back and we'll do a She-Hulk episode one and two. Yep. And then weekly after that, we'll have She-Hulk and Andor until nice. November. Um, and then November, the last, the second week of November, Andor ends and Black Panther is that Friday. So we'll have Black Panther nice. the following week after that. So it's great. We'll have an episode every week until like middle of November for sure on something to chat about. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. And actually, this is a good time to have a break anyway for summer. There's nothing, you know, no shows airing right now. There's no movies coming out that we really need to discuss. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I need a week break. Nice no big deal. Able to do one uh, next weekend, but unfortunately, the store that I'm working at that we're we open on Friday. So, yeah. So yeah. So because we open on Friday, and I'm going to be closing every night the whole once we open that creates an issue because i don't get home till probably 11 30 so yeah the time difference is brutal doesn't help that's for sure no like i said it's all good uh, i i'm i know that prey movie the predator sequel or whatever is coming to disney plus oh i need to watch that i heard i think that's things. next week yeah so we got did that to watch that, did you read that uh they're saying that it, it's like probably the best predator since the first one which i know is not hard to do but yeah, I mean, all the Predator sequels are pretty bad, but yeah, no, I, I heard it's great, so I'm really yeah, excited for it. Me too. I like the idea. I think it's a interesting idea to Super take cool. it like back in time and you know have them, yeah. you know, hunting. It's like, on uh, Disney Plus, August fifth. So, which is um, also so weird that it's going to be a Disney. Yeah, Plus well, release. I guess Master's Laboratory saying it's on Hulu in the states. So there you go. So Canada, right. it's on Disney Plus in the states. It's on Hulu. Nice, nice. Elsewhere, I can't help you. I don't know. I don't know what England does. Yeah, I don't either. I think they have a similar setup as us. Maybe Fair it'll enough. be on Star or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we'll be back August 28th. We'll do She-Hulk, and then we'll be weekly again after that until uh, at least November, December area. So a little bit yeah. of a break, but we'll be back, you know, pretty back regularly hot, after that. Hot and heavy with two frothy mugs of moose milk. Oh yeah, we should give our our moose milk rating on Dominion. Oh yeah, what is your milk? What is your moose milk rating on Dominion? <laughs> Two shattered glasses, no milk. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, it's not very good. So no, there's a puddle of milk underneath the broken glass that you can sure. lick up like a cat if you really wanted to. It's a glass of moose milk filled with thumbtacks. Yeah, it's just. Not good. Not not what I wanted. It's 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 a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, I agree. All right. So if you're not following us, follow us at, at Customs by Matthew on Instagram or at Moose Milk Media on Instagram. You can go over to our YouTube channels and subscribe there. Our links are in our profiles. And if you want to get the podcast on podcast services, you can definitely do that. It's audio only, obviously. But um, yeah, you can subscribe there as well. Thank and you. Our beautiful mugs. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful mugs and his dog. This silly, dog. silly dog. I mean, the dog um, is pretty cute. It's probably our saving grace from really being yeah, honest. Yeah, the only reason anybody watches this is this guy. They're like, oh, uh, look at that cute dog that doesn't stop barking. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, our art is done by at Jeannie Milner, and we will catch you in a month. We will. All right, bye, friends. Thanks to everybody for in the chat. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Farewell. See you, dude. Thank you.